my friends. Welcome to Mavs Party. I'm coming to you late. I guess it's not that late. 1045 on Monday night, April 18th. The Dallas Mavericks just shocked the shit out of the Utah. 110 to 104 in one of the crazier basketball games I will uh, basically have ever seen. Um, Kind of stunned, lost for words, all sorts of craziness in terms of describing this. And because it's a victory... We already have we already have a ton of uh, a ton of uh, uh, people listening in and asking to come up on stage, and I am just delighted. So uh, as as one of our uh, listeners mentioned the other night, Kirk, you need to go longer because it's the playoffs. Well, now that it's not Saturday afternoon, I don't have a five year old at my heels. We're going to talk for quite a long time tonight. Um, I might even go mix a uh, adult beverage or two. So for those of you coming up on stage, let's remember the uh, basic attempts at uh, uh, following the app. When you hear your name called, I'm going to select you to come up on stage, uh, pull yourself out of the chat, make sure you're not muted. The icons will be at the bottom of your phone screen, and we will uh, see what's, uh, what's going on tonight. So already there are... 20 of you. Good Lord. We're going to start off with my man on the East Coast because I know he wants to go to bed. Mr. Douglas, what's happening tonight? Yeah, Kirk, what's up, man? How you feeling, man? I feel great. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a good win, man. I loved it, man. What's, what's crazy is I was at work, so I was like, you know, sneaking a chance. So I was able to watch the second quarter. I saw that. I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? We hanging in there. And then, like, every time I got to check back my phone, we was always down by like five. We make a run. We back down, and then finally got off. And I was able to watch the fourth quarter from like the six minute mark on. And man, that was beautiful, man. I loved every minute of it. I'm glad you got to watch the fourth quarter. We're gonna give you early credit for the Mavs taking the lead because they just couldn't. They just couldn't hold on to it. Yeah. How you feel about Maxi, man? Because I don't know what he did. Maybe he got a girl back there. I'm happy for him, man. We need I'm very happy for him. And my other take is that online bullying and complaining works. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, man, listen. Um, I mean, in the first half, when I said when I was watching, when I was able to watch, and you know, we had the lead and we lose the lead. And then, you know, you say it a lot, and you always say we're asking too much of the players, you know, to play above their skill sets, like to play above what they can really provide. You know, and I was thinking the same thing, like, damn, you know, we want these players to, you know, get maximum effort. But sometimes the maximum effort is results in, you know, 10, five points, six points. But tonight, man, we was clicking, man. This this game felt like the game against the Lakers. We were just in 2011. We could have missed. That's how it it felt like in the fourth quarter. It was just that was crazy. Tim McMahon shared a stat that said the Mavericks hit 17 uncontested threes, the most in the playoffs at any point in the last 10 years. Yeah, that's wild. And one more thing, because I know a lot of people want to talk. Um, I was watching a highlight in it, and you know, just like how Dinwiddie can't really throw alley hoops on our team to Powell or whoever, Donovan Mitchell can't really pass Gobert the ball. Like, it's really bad. Like, I watch him throw alleys to Gobert, and I see how high he reach. And I'm like, yo, this guy is a freak of nature with his length to go get the ball. And the passes that Mitchell normally gives him, it just did us so bad. I'm like, it's so bad. So I can only, I can only imagine how a Utah fan is feeling right now after watching this game. Like, <laughs> well, I, I, 
I feel bad for the fans. That's what I'll say. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm just happy I was able to watch that fourth quarter. And kudos to Brunson, man. Pay the man. He, he deserves it. Um, From that first game to – he just – I don't know what it is, but he, he, was, he spoke about it from the beginning of the year during, like, you know, media time. He was like, yo, I'm going to be more aggressive in the postseason. I'm not going to let that carry over. And he's, he's, he's making it happen. He's making it happen. I love it. Well, thanks for joining, my friend. Yes, sir. And all right, coming up next, taking a look at uh, taking a look at the flow here, guys. We're just gonna I'm gonna kind of draw some some random takes. So, um, my man Matt Phillips, man on the scene, where he he doesn't go as credential media though he probably could for us if he ever wanted to one day. Uh, Matt Phillips uh, was at the game tonight. So, what do you got, buddy? Hit the unmute button. You know how this thing works. Sorry, one second. It uh, took me a second to get over. Uh, so my voice may or may not work. Uh, I'm a little hoarse. You sound good. No, um, let's go with it. Yeah. Th- that game was amazing. Um, just there's so much to talk about. Jalen was. Did we lose you, Matt? Yeah, I think you're in a bad service area. I'm going to have to buy. I'm going to have to boot you. Ball Sorry. That much and have no um, turnovers. Like, yeah, that was fun. That's a good way to start with uh, no with somebody without service. Um, Armand, what's going on, guy? Hey, man, how are you doing? I'm all right. So, if you told me last year that we won a game where Jalen Brunson scored 41 points without Luca to the Utah Jazz, I would have called you crazy. I mean, like, there are not many 40 burgers in Mavs history. Jalen yeah. Brunson, while an amazing player, I would not have, like, have picked him. insane. Like, he's getting better and better by the day. Like, I've loved how much he's progressed as a player. I mean, it's outstanding. I tweeted pay the man, like, before he hit 30 points. And it's – um, let me see here, because Mark Stein tweeted something out. And the only players – there's only been four guys in Mavericks history to hit 40-point yeah, playoffs. Yeah, I believe it was so Luka, Dirk. Nick Van Der Stel uh, and um, Mark Aguirre, I believe. Rolando Blackman. Oh, Rolando Blackman. Yeah, close. Yeah. So, yeah, because I remember, I remember seeing the tweet. But um, also for all my people on Twitter, y'all better owe Maxi an apology because he proved y'all wrong tonight. I mean, he really was terrible. He was, but I mean, you got you got to understand, like. Like everyone has had this ha- this type of stretch. Like there was just like beginning of the season, Bullock was bad for sure. Um. You know, Hard- Tim Hardaway Jr., he's always had his stretches. Brunson struggled for a little bit. Dinwiddie's struggling right now, but I'm sure he'll be fine later. Like, it just always happens. But for some reason, we took it out on Maxi so much. But I'm glad he proved it, proved us wrong. Like, well, I, guess, was- I mean, the thing that was really nice tonight, and he didn't really do – he did a lot of his damage in a short period of time. And mm-hmm. what I was pleased with, and this really – Josh Bo and I just talked about this. Him taking these shots now – there's Gobert's going to be a step closer, and that changes everything about the offense. That, that's perfect. That's literally perfect because I've been I've been saying this whole time, we got to find a way to get Gobert out of the paint because mm. especially when especially it'll be easier once Luca's back too because that's like as much as I love Luca hitting the step back and hitting his middies, I always want him to score in the paint. Yeah, I like him scoring the most. So if we can do that, ooh, it's going to be a tough time for the. I mean, they, the, the amount of doubt that creeps in because 
It's like I kind of feel bad for Gobert because he takes a lot of heat for this for literally doing what the coaching the coaches don't want him out on the like there's no point for him to be out there. He no, could exactly. step out there, but it's they for the series of playoff games, they're basically saying, Can random player X defeat us? And last year it was what's his name from the Clippers? He lit he lit us up too. Um Terrence Mann, I believe. Yeah, Terrence Mann. Sorry, brain fart. And now Maxie just cooked him tonight. I mean, Maxie hit nine threes in March. He hit eight tonight. Like, that's hilarious. I mean, another thing, too, Maxie was injured, so who knows? Maybe he just wasn't 100% yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I mean, like, Maxie is not even – Maxie's not even um, – he, he's not committed to being healthy. Like, he told Brett Townsend he feels 100% better, but that doesn't mean he feels good. Yeah, like, his ankle definitely. is still causing him problems. And as much as I loved it, 22 three-pointers, I believe we shot around 50% tonight from three. Um, as much as I love that, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Every night. So I just hope that the plan is that we don't rely on the three-pointer as much. I, obviously, that's not going to happen once Luke is back. I just – I don't want us to get too overconfident at our three-point shooting because, you know, we've seen it in the past. We'll hit everything one game. We'll miss everything the next. But yeah. game three, I, I believe that's a must. Like, we, we have to win that game. And – Hopefully, hopefully we have Luca back for it. Sure, sure. And I know there's a lot of speculation, and uh, and there will be you know continued um, speculation about mm-hmm. about Luca, and that's fine. I, mean, I will we simply... saw we saw him running today on the court, and he was practicing. I he I'm was confident he was. I mean, I'm, I mean not, he... I'm not a reporter, so I don't know that well. <laughs> Me either. And it's like the medical staff. Like I, somebody posted a video in one group chat where I'm in, where he's like telling people that he's fine. Like the, it's the medical staff is going to have to clear him, but if he's itching enough to be bouncing around because he's like active and uh, jumping up and down. And like, there's, I will, I, I will simply say that I expect to see him in the series because now the series goes a minimum of five games. Yeah, for sure. And then honestly, like, I would, I, this is what I was thinking. Why don't we do what the Warriors did with Curry in game one? I believe they had him come off the bench, but he still – Oh, game two. He came off again tonight as well. Oh, he did, yeah. So, exactly. Like, I mean, he seems good to me. I think he can play. If he can't – if he's not 100%, if he can't play, like, as many minutes as we need him to, that's perfect. We just need him. Like, we need – we we need his, like, the way he distracts defense. Like, we sure. – like even even five minutes of Luca, like I'll take it. Just get him back on the court, please. I hope so, man. Well, thanks for joining us. That, obviously, you know I want him to be healthy first. I agree. You got anything else? Uh, no, I believe that's it. Mavs in five. <laughs> Love it. Talk soon. Thanks so much. Bye. And let's see here. Coming up next, let's go with my friend Jose, because Jose sometimes falls asleep on these if I don't get to him. What's up, my dude? <laughs> What's up, Kurt? How are you feeling? I feel good. I feel good. It's nice. Man, uh, so I will not give Maxi an apology. I think Maxi needs to continuously do this throughout the series in order for me to give him an apology. What I will say is Jalen Brunson deserves an apology. I am one of those people who didn't see the $20, 25000000 million price tag. This game, to me, shows it. He proved it. He had a lot of fight throughout the whole night. Uh, he constantly kept trying to find his shot, and he took those threes that you've been clamoring for, Kirk. Like, he took them. With he took them without hesitation. Yeah. That's what I loved because it's like, they, you know, the, somebody is usually Powell, I think, because Powell's the best screen setter. 
and he, he'd lock up his guy. He'd have just enough time to get a clean look off and bam, bam, bam. And I just love those threes because as good as he is at those, at those, you know, mid range shots, he had a couple of just daggers tonight. I mean, it, it was great. Right. And, you know, that, that's why I'm willing to openly, you know, handwrite the apology for myself. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the man played his heart out and he earned my respect. And speaking of, of Brunson and respect, you know, it's, it's great to see players around the NBA and even Patrick Mahomes tweeting about yeah. Jalen Brunson. Like, I've been a Mavericks fan for a while and I don't know how much Twitter was like for the, the players themselves in terms of getting shout out by these celebrities or either even other players from different teams. But this team right here, like Dinwiddie had got, you know, a lot of praise by Metro boom and a, a whole bunch of other players in the NBA. I don't remember who tweeted it, but it's just fun. It makes me, you know, have some type of positive outlook in terms of what the roster may be next year, depending on how we finish off this year. Uh, I I don't know, Kirk, do you agree with me on this point that rebounds still matter? Like, because we're losing the, the rebound battle. Oh, we're getting crushed. I but I, I got into this debate with a friend of mine today where it's like at a certain point, if you're going to get the shit kicked out of you, you almost got to seed the point. And the Mavericks kind of did that where they, they, they won through their offense tonight. Not, you know, their defense was absolutely astounding, but you know, they're just really good at offensive rebounding. Now there's a couple players in particular, Spencer Dinwiddie being one of them that need to just box out a little better. Like Dorian cannot grab every rebound. And this is a challenge of having Luca out because Luca's the team's best rebounder. Um, I suppose they'll continue to work on it, but the Jazz are just really good at this. Where the Mavericks need to do is they annihilated the Jazz in um, fast break points. They have to keep pushing. That's where, like, if if you can't win one stat, you have to counter something else. And, like, tonight they had three turnovers. Realistically, Spencer Dinwiddie had three turnovers. No other Mav had a turnover. So it's like you got to, if you can't win one stat, you have to find a way to win the others. And that was one thing the Mavericks did tonight. Right. And it's just like, I, I don't, I don't get that people saying that rebounds don't matter. They absolutely matter to me. <laughs> like, I, I mean, we know that Nico traded KP and got Brunson in. I mean, not Brunson, but we got Dinwiddie and Burst Hans. And we knew we were sacrificing something. Rebounds. But, yeah. There's going to be boards. Yeah. And, and that, has to mean that we have to play rabid fucking defense yes. every night to win yeah. the game. I mean, and, that was where it was, it was, I don't have the second chance points in front of me, and they were probably, it was probably pretty brutal again. But I feel just really good about how they battled in specific ways. Um, like, they, they found the shit out of Rudy a couple of times on offensive rebounds that he got, which is better. Um which is bet good lord i hate it when people tag me 
um, in tweets like like that's just how you get auto blocked where you, where you <laughs> do not do not like quote like do not tag an NBA player and then tweet me that's that's snitch tagging good Christ <laughs> um anyhow and it's it, it, it there's just there's little ways that you got to win battles and margins like this series does not benefit the Mavs without Luca so it's like to get this one steal let's say Luca can't come back I'm gonna feel great about this series for that just because. Like the Jazz on paper are just a much better. Like they they beat the Mavericks in a lot of key categories, and you know this is just one of these wild wins. Most definitely, and you know where the fuck is Charles Barkley? This man got on national TV and said we were getting sweat. Where this motherfucker at? I, yes. I need him. I, I know it's like the reverse jinx. It's like <laughs> thanks, thanks, Chuck. I, I need him to take all the heat for what he says because. When it comes to the Mavericks, a lot of times, and I respect the hell out of Charles Barkley because of what he did in in his playing time, but he gets on the national stage and doesn't just says shit. Oh yeah, he has for ten years. uh, Well, thank you, buddy. You got anything else? No, that's all I have. Thank you for bringing me up. I got to save the rest of the content for 77 Space. I get it. Guys, follow (laughs) Jose. Post your Twitter feed in the chat and follow Jose. He does a pregame show, 77 Spaces. uh, Hashtag 77 Spaces. Thanks a lot, Jose. We'll talk soon. Alrighty. All right. Um, And, yeah, guys, if you come up here, you're welcome to plug your own stuff. I don't mind. This is uh, all rising tides lift all boats and the Mavericks are good. Okay, so Jordan, you're awake and it's like four in the morning. So why don't you tell us what you're up to? Well, I'm actually packing to uh, go to America. So, all right, welcome uh, back. So I'm supposed to have a daughter next week. So I am trying to get there before that happens. Congratulations, outstanding. What do you got for us tonight? Well, um, y'all are welcome because every time I stopped packing was when we would start <laughs> come back. So y'all are welcome that I stopped in the fourth quarter and decided I was going to watch the whole fourth quarter. So I just want to say you're welcome. I, um, I watch on a slight delay and I cannot help myself to check the game feed because it's just like the <laughs> service that I use and like it's torture. I would just click over every few seconds and it's like the Mavs would be down five, down seven, down five and then hey we're up. It's great. Yeah. Um, so my main thing, uh, that, uh, I'm just, I'm getting worried. Like Cuban has to pay Brunson, right? Like, he, like he has to finally pay the tax because other, otherwise I don't, I don't know what we're doing. I mean, I'm, I will, I will put it to you like this. I don't see how they walk away from that. Even if it's a, an outlier performance, I don't see how you do it because, the way he and Luca work together is really, really special. And I think that is it something to where, you know, a cert, certain NBA teams may overvalue him because I'm, I'm, I'm still not, you know, Spencer's a, a, a starting guard. I don't think he is a like lead guard night in, night out over 82 games. It's a, the okay. NBA is just a grind, but you know, you like, you want to sign good players and I'm not really just, I just can't, I can't really think about it yet. Does that, does that, is that a bad answer? No, I'm, I'm trying. I'm just worried. I'm just worried because we, that happened. Like this, this was a real thing that happened when we desperately needed it. Brunson has stepped up and he's been doing it all year that he's been stepping up. Yes. Yes. I'm just, 
I'm just afraid that Cuban's going to get cheap and try to be cute again. I don't, you know, when when it's within the ability for them to offer the contract, you know, I know they don't have bird rights, but if it's within the ability to offer the contract, I feel better about this than I do the free agency stuff because you're basically saying, do you want to leave a team that's potentially on the rise to go somewhere else? That's the extent. Like, do you want to go be a Nick? Do you want to go be a Nick? That'd be my question. Look how he well might. it's worked out for the Knicks forever. It hasn't. That's true. That's true. So, okay, thank you for talking me off the edge. All right. Well, travel safe. I hope we'll talk soon, okay? Sounds good. All right. Night, buddy. Uh, coming up next, let's go with uh, many, many people. Good gravy. Sam, what do you got for us? Man, I just came back from that game. Oh, my God. The AAC Center was rocking. That's great because it seemed like there were hardcore people there because – the 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 ticket like resale value went down like every no because there's, yeah. there's no Luca so it seemed like people uh, that were there were nuts. No, um, what do you call it? The drought is over. Yes. Okay. Drought, love the, that. The home take. playoff drought is over. The home playoff drought is over. Oh my god. Ever since I guess Vince Carter cursed us. <laughs> Ever since he hit that game winner. We no, we won one. I found it. It was six game. years ago tonight, the Raymond Felton game. Uh, they beat the Thunder I, at home, no, eighty-five th- to eighty-four. I'm pretty sure that was a home game. No, I, I think no. We didn't. We were the sixth seed that year. We uh, we didn't. That was game two, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, uh, Oklahoma. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. That was yeah. A, okay. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't know but, when the yeah. last one was. But Kleba, man, oh, Maxi, I, I was so happy that the coach, I mean, I mean, Coach Kidd kept him in the game. It was a really good decision, though, because Powell, I mean, Powell is still good, but without Luca and with Rudy, Go, I mean, Rudy Gobert getting in the paint, I mean, they're not going to be able to drive in and stuff and use the pick and roll. For sure. But, um, yeah, keeping Maxi in the game was a really good decision. A lot of Mavs fans on Twitter were like, oh, where's Dwight Powell? Where's Dwight Powell? I'm like, yeah, but Maxi can spread the floor, and clearly he proved it tonight. Well, I mean, it's it's like the Dwight Powell for playing like eight minutes was weird. I mean, mm-hmm. they you know they, they did play him more after that, so I, I, I see both yeah. I see both sides of that for sure. And I, I really – Finney Smith, man, while watching the game close up, is just – he. He's a really good rebounder. Like, he did, like yeah, he's very underrated. It's probably when you, when his... you... Go ahead. Yeah, when you... no, sorry. When you watch him like get rebounds like over Rudy Gobert, it's like he tips it in the air to get it away from Rudy Gobert. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's just he's a hustler, man. Like he's he's straight grit. He's he's just so gritty, and I I love him. He's got really good timing at the peak of rebounds. Like he has good, like he yeah. knows where he can go get the ball, and that's that's pretty impressive. He tips the ball and grabs it. Yeah, I I, I love his rebounding. And then I just also Luca on the bench sweating, and it was really funny. Oh, he took off his sweatshirt. <laughs> he took off his sweatshirt. I was I was like, oh my god, let this guy play next game. He's ready. He's on his knees, sweating with a, t- a towel on his head. I'm like, yeah, he's ready to play. I think he's ready to play. Well, I'm glad you got to go. I'm I'm very jealous. Um, I don't get you know it's just it's hard for me to go game go to games and do this. Like one day I'm gonna actually yeah. sacrifice. But it's like I'm also terrified that because every game I've gone to they tend to get the crap kicked out of them. So it's like I don't know if I want to be that guy. So and yeah, and guess what? Before this game, I was uh, I was zero and three. Oh no! Uh, every, All right, every you broke the curse game, too. I broke the curse. So I was like I was like man. 
eventually they're gonna have to win a home playoff game. I mean, eventually, like one day. That's right. And I'm really day. glad you got to go then. That's outstanding. Oh, all right, Sam. We'll talk soon. Thanks for hanging out. All right, man. I'll see you. Have a good one. Hmm? All right, coming up next, let's go with my man Chris as he drives very long on his way home. What's up, dude? Hey, Kurt. Well, no, no, I'm staying in a hotel tonight, but you are not the curse. And I'm not the curse because I've been to so many of these damn playoff games in recent <clears throat> recent years, and it feels like I'm always going to a, a loss it's, other than the Vince Carter buzzer beater. So this is some good stuff. And Maxi Kleber, we hear you. You're calling, and we're answering, man. Jesus Christ. That game was so fun. And yeah. did anybody see that coming? <laughs> did he have, like, what, seven threes? That's what I remember. I'm not even looking at the box. He had eight. Eight. Oh my. Eight threes. This Just has to be going. a career high, like period, straight up, regular season or not. This has to be a career high for him. For him. Well, I mean, the funny part is, like, apparently, and I'm not, I, I can't, I don't have the stat in front of me, but somebody tweeted me during the game and said Dirk only ever hit five threes in a in a playoff game. So it's like, hey, the, you know, the he, he leads the Mavericks from Germany in terms of hitting three pointers, which in a playoff game. So I really enjoyed that. Good God, like the whole – I'm telling you, I was stressed out until like maybe the last three minutes of the game where it was actually like, you know, we're all going crazy and high-fiving each other, and it was actually fun. But, like, I swear to God, most of the game I was like really – like I was just thinking of the worst-case scenario. I'm just like stressed out. Um, but, yeah, we needed like the full arsenal without Luka. I mean, 41 – I knew we would have to have Jalen Brunson score at least 40 points. And then, you know, I don't know how, how many points did he have uh, – Dinwiddie's pretty bad. Second straight, pretty bad Dinwiddie game. Yeah, right. and Bertans is out there. Did he even take maybe like one three point shot? Like why? Uh, Bert, Bert, Bertans is unplayable in this series. But you got like as Josh and I talked about, like they have to steal minutes. Um, you you get down there and you look at who all played. I mean, you hear the minute totals: Dorian Finney-Smith forty-two, Bullock forty-five, Dinwiddie forty, Brunson forty-two, Kleba thirty-two. So they, they're playing guys as much as they really can. Powell only had 16 minutes. Bertans had 13. Burke with three. Green with six. I mean, it's it's a they just don't have anybody left that they can play. And, you know, like Bertans is unplayable. Josh Green has and, – and Josh Green, don't get me Josh started on that. I was yelling at him from I mean, the crowd. Just, oh. This is why I feel, I feel bad for him. He cannot play because he he is not he doesn't have the skills yet to do this stuff. They don't care that he's out there, and, and it becomes just a, giving him some wide, especially that first game. It's just wide open looks, and it's just like he's just second guessing himself. And and that's I, my he, point, where it's like you're putting him in quicksand because yeah. he's not good enough and hasn't been good enough all year. I'm really excited that he can beat the Rockets, but like when you. NBA teams exploit weaknesses, which is why Bertans was a negative 12 and 13 minutes out on the floor. Like he just gets targeted and green gets targeted in a different way where he wasn't that good on defense, but he was guarding a very good player in Jordan Clarkson. And then is forced to take these, you know, it's like they pass, like when the ball ends up in Josh green's hands on a possession, the possession was over. Like it was, it was that bad. I'm glad he hit the one shot, but he's now one of nine in the playoffs this, 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 uh, this year. So yeah, we, uh, we are very, very fortunate yeah. that other players like really played. They were going nuclear. I mean, Brunson and then Max. I mean, just I did not see that Maxi Kleber thing happening. Like, but I mean, what, what at a certain point, it's like someone else had to shoot. Like Brunson couldn't take 35 shots. It was, and then it's just like one goes down, then another goes down. Like, but Maxi for the past two years has been one of the most confidence-based players that I've ever seen play. Like before the All-Star break, do you remember he finished with two absolute heaters? 
where it was like, oh, my God, Maxi is just on fire. And yeah. then he came out, and it was like a girl broke his heart, and he couldn't play for a month and a half. Well, I think with him having, you know, a week off, that really – I mean, he even said he was 100%. I mean, I know he's almost 30 years old, so that – right there, he's got his lift, right, uh, and he's getting wide-open looks. I mean, what, what do you think about – okay, we, we stole this game. We, we sure. had guys that really stepped up. I know we stole this game because I felt like we were going to lose by, like, 10 or 15 until like the last few minutes and we're just going crazy hitting those shots. But what do you think about Chris? Like they're not playing him at all. Like we fucking need rebounds. Like I'm concerned about this. I think they've seen, you know, I talked about this with, uh, with Jose a little while ago. I think they've seeded rebounds and Chris is not particularly good at anything. Like he is a saloon door on defense. He gets beat by basically anything. And yes, he is a big body. And I understand the, the desire for it. But he might be as bad. Like if you if you if you cause the Jazz to miss a shot, you want to go grab the rebounds. But I would argue that Chris is so bad that the shots would just go in. <laughs> Does that make sense? The most unluckiest sec- second chance points that the Jet. I mean, oh my God, there were so many second chance points. It was just it was nuts. And you know, Gobert reminds me of. Uh, have you seen Ghostbusters too? You know, the guy when he's a ghost. Uh, in that carriage and his long ass arm goes out and gets the baby. Yes. <laughs> That's go back. <laughs> That's a great pull. So that, that was one of like the 20 movies my family had illegally ripped on bootleg VHS when I was a kid. I like that. That's a, that's yeah, a great I like Ghostbusters 2 is a good movie. But yeah, Gobert is a fucking problem. Like he's a problem. He's so big. With, with this Mavs team. And he hits free throws now. Like I, I, I didn't know he was actually that good of a free throw shooter. I, well, I it's, just so, it's, it's so funny. And I, I, this is going to be a very niche comment, but I, the, the Jazz play like a team that underwent the severance procedure. And severance is a, is a show on Apple Plus, and it's yeah, really yeah. weird, and I recommend it. And I, they're terrible at specific things that they should be good at, where it's like, how do you – the lob passes they throw Rudy are so terrible, and then he's also terrible at finishing. Imagine if Luca and Gobert were on the same team. How many lot? I mean, just like the Dwight Powell thing. Jeez, we would just be unstoppable. Yeah. Oh yeah. But anyway, but yeah, that that was uh, one of the best games I've ever been to, and I've been to a lot of Mavs games. And I know it's just the first round, but damn it, that that was it was fun in there. Like just being all these crazy math math heads. It was, it was fun. So, so well, uh, well, yeah. Lastly, because um, I kind of jumped on late, and actually, I think I broke the record on getting out of the arena really quick because I, I parked across the street on that. Freeman's, uh, whatever, it's the, it's the math training facility. Yeah. Damn it, I got there in five minutes, run it, and I get to Waffle House, and I finally got in the green room after stuff on my face with Waffle House. So I, I think I broke a record there. See, like, now you're making me hungry. That's not fair. That's not <laughs> well, all right, I mean, Luca, Luca, uh, I, might, I might have missed the first couple minutes if you were talking about Luca. Uh, is there a possibility uh, with us winning tonight, do you think that you think that they're going to take that approach? Like if we would have won the game one, that they – I don't know. Sit, they're never going to tell us. They're going to play it coy. Uh, yeah, I saw him out there yeah, practicing, but yeah, he was not jumping. Like I did see him shoot shoot some shots up, but he was not jumping. He was just lightly yeah. shooting. So hopefully he'll play Thursday. Well, we'll see. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon, okay? Yeah, 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 appreciate it. Chris has a long drive home tomorrow. All right, um, got a couple of my dudes in here. Man, guys, we got so many people. So I'm gonna try to get to everybody because I don't really got anything to do other than wake up and go to work tomorrow. But uh, let's try to fly through some folks. All right, I'm gonna bring on some Mavs and Moneyball contributors. Xavier, it's been a long time. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Uh, can you hear me, Kurt? I can. You sound like you're far away, but that's okay. 
So um, I got to say that was, I've learned, I mean, last time we had a meaningful playoff game was what, a decade ago? I realized in my old days that I don't think I had the stomach for it anymore. I mean, that was like passing a kidney stone. It was unbearable. <laughs> and it was more so like a, just a sigh of relief at the end. Like, oh my God, thank God we won that. You know, I, I, yeah. think, I think when I was younger, I had the heart for it and I had the cojones, but I'm, I think my heart is too weary to go through that. And we got to go through that another three, four times. Like, You're not like, were those Clippers games not like that for you last year? Those, because those were like chewing glass. But but the difference was we would we were the underdog, so it was more so like I was ah. putting up a good fight. We should be we would have been favorites had Luke had been healthy, and so the expectations are different. Because I'm not gonna lie, I didn't think we should have beaten the Clippers. It took a Superman effort from Luca to even make it that close. This time I'm like, bro, we have. And plus, it's the Jazz. The Jazz are begging to lose in round one. Like that is not a good basketball team. And I know Rudy catches shit, but he's the reason why that team is even serviceable because what he does on defense is just just, just maybe two other people on the planet that can do what he does defensively. So he just I'm just impressed by him, you know? Um, yeah, I am too. That was brutal, man. That was a brutal watch, but I'm glad we saw the other side of it. I, look, and I'll, I'll be honest. I When when I heard the loop injury at first, I just kind of wanted to not think about it because it really bummed me out. Now... It was just once I heard that the calf could potentially lead to an Achilles, I was like, then I was torn. It's like, do I want to be selfish and service my elite, my short-term fandom, or do I want to think about what's best for the team? And that's that internal struggle. I honestly, I'm still not settled on which way I'm leaning. Well, they'll do what's best for the like, because what's best for Luca is what's best for the team. That's the that's the thing we all gotta grasp. Like. Cuban might have 20 years ago might have had the ability to put some some pressure on Don Nelson and try to get Dirk to play in that series. But I'll tell you, we know more about medicine now, and Casey Smith is the best in the game, and that shit ain't happening. He's either healthy to play or he's not gonna play. And look, I'd give my I'd give my calf muscles for Luca. You know, I got oh, yeah. two working calf muscles. I don't need them. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to say what up to everybody. My mic has to work in a couple months, but I'm back and you know, go match. Outstanding. Thanks, Xavier. Talk soon. All right, now i got to figure out how to remove him from stage. There we go. All right, coming up next is uh, Recap Writer tonight, uh, Ben. How you doing, Ben? Hit the unmute button away from the chat. I love this. Ben wrote the uh, the Mavs Moneyball Recap, which you can go find um, up on MavsMoneyball.com. It'll be leading the site for a while. And meanwhile, we're going to see if Ben can figure out where the mute button is because it is not in the chat. Ben! It might not be letting him uh, unmute. So, Ben, I'm going to kick you from the stage, and you can try to come back here in a little bit. Uh, Charles, how you doing, Charles? You've been waiting a while. Hit that unmute button for us and uh, tell us what you got tonight. Give Charles just a second here. This is great audio. Two folks in a row. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome game. Go Mavs. That's right. Uh, I went to the game to, uh, to watch it at my ex's place. I got this gigantic 65, I don't know, 80-inch TV set. And That's, I mean, we that's just, the way to watch on the big a TV as possible. Oh, my God. I was All they could hear me was bitch about refs for like three quarters. And, I, of course, she's gone to games. We've driven to Dallas together when we used to be together. And and she's got these dogs. I mean, when, I, when we were together, we had like, what was it, three dogs and five cats or whatever. It's not, some things don't ever change, but 
I'll tell you what, those those dogs may, must be, must bring good luck because, jeez, man, that, that game was just like you're, everybody else is saying. That was hard, hard to watch. I mean, my God, I, I was just sitting there. At one point, I was closing my eyes while, you know, Donovan Mitchell is scoring again and putting it up by fucking six, seven points, whatever it is. And yeah. I'm just sitting, I'm just sitting there trying to go into some remote place when, you know, you're having an anxiety attack and you need to find a way to, to just come out without going into an estate asylum. Oh, I mean, it's like a sense of, it's like this sense of foreboding. It's like this, this, this existential dread that exists because you don't expect them to win, but you believe that they can do it. And then they get so close and then they, the jazz score another basket. Yeah. And at one point we finally were doing to them what we, we, what they had been doing to us when they, they would tie the game. Then we would go up and then we were up four. And it was like, so awesome. Once that momentum shifted, it was like unbelievable. I mean, this this is like almost the feeling we had like when we watched Game Five back when Calvin Booth hit the winning shot. Yep. Like twenty something years ago, I was just like, and then I get uh, this guy is screaming at me in the apartment complex the next morning because he's like playing sound of music at six a.m. and I'm I'm still hungover. <laughs> That's how we ended up moving in together because this guy screwed the shit. shit. <laughs> No, man, that was an amazing game. I'm going to let you uh You've got so many people to come up. I'm going to let you guys have the next guy up. This is so amazing. I'm, 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 got, I'm stoked, man, for the five games for sure, dude. That's right. That's right. So they play Thursday, Saturday, and then Monday again, I think. So, so we oh, got a lot yeah. to look forward to. Oh, man. Uh, thanks, Kirk. Love you, man. Let's sure go, man. Talk soon. Thanks. Go, Mavs. Right. Go, Mavs. Charles, that's a great, great, just. See, this is why live radio is amazing. Um, we're going to go to my man, Leo. He said he thinks he blew an eardrum out, and that is a terrifying avatar you have. Hey, you asked for the cat with the, with your face on it. I gave you what you asked no for. I thing. Go ahead. What do you got for us, buddy? Uh, I would just like to say, I, guys, JB is the one. He is our Lord and Savior. It was not Sunday. It was Monday, the day he comes back. Guys, like, my man played because he had zero fouls, zero uh, turnovers, and he like came up so clutch with that one uh, charge he took. Like that kept on, he kept us in the game. If it was a buck, if it was a defensive play, they would not score on him. They would not stop him. Like this is what we needed. Like hearing the hear the crowd at the AAC count uh, chant MVP for him was just a magical experience for everything this guy's been through. We doubted him so much on Twitter. People will be talking about how we don't know if he, how he's going to perform in the playoffs, and that's valid. But he proved it tonight, and we needed this. And more than anything, God, like, the Jazz are falling apart. Jordan Clarkson taking stupid fouls. He had five fouls tonight. Mike Conley had five fouls, zero points tonight. Donovan really Mitchell missing layups. Really bad game for Mike Conley. It was horrendous. And then, yeah. Uh, like those layups, um, the layups he was trying to give to Rudy Gobert, they just weren't hitting. And then Rudy Gobert making dumb moops. He did, he did the KP. He brought the ball down whenever they passed it to him. Why? Yeah. Like you just gave Dodo a clean shot to get you. It was just a magical feeling. And I've never heard the AAC that loud. Mind you, I've only been there a couple of times. Hey, but, that's okay. That's great. I'm glad you went. Oh, uh, and I, I honestly feel like the only reason why that stadium is so quiet is because everyone just has that existential dread that we're going to fall. But tonight, I didn't hear it. Tonight, we were loud. Those last three minutes were so loud. It doesn't matter if we went down. We would scream defense over and over. I'm just happy, guys. This is what we need. We got the monkey off our back. And 
I feel confident that we can set Luca till game four or five. Let's go, Mavs. Thank you, Kirk. Ah, that's spicy. All right. Uh, Daniel. How you doing, Daniel? What's up? Hey, Kirk. First off, go Mavs. What a win. That's right. Um, I love the game plan that the Mavericks have brought here. It remind they they definitely did their homework with what the Clippers did to the Jazz last year. Like I hate to give props to the Clippers after what they did to us, but you know they're going that five out with the cutters, and then they're just hitting their threes this time, and it's worked. Like they they played they basically played Gobert off the court whenever they're hitting those threes. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean the corner three stuff, like the open threes. I don't. I'm going to be curious to see what the Jazz do to counter because it, it's it, it's like they're just like, all right, well, we're just going to let these guys take open shots. <laughs> like, I'm not sure that's a really good – it's not a really good strategy. No, they they they, they reawoke Maxi late. He, he got his groove back because they're just giving him the open looks. Yeah. Yeah, that – and then just watching the other series, it – I, I hate to beat a dead horse. We already kind of talked to him, but it, it really hurts seeing Tyrese Maxey get 59 points in two playoff <laughs> games, and Josh Green has two. Well, <laughs> and he no, was scared to shoot. Gobert said, yeah, go ahead and shoot it. And I mean, he I'd be to scared to shoot one. over Gobert, too. It's just I hate that he's put in this position because it's not his fault that he's not the player the Mavericks need. Oh, I know. I know. I feel so bad for him. He looks so lost, and he just he looks so panicky out there. Like You can, you can see it, how panicked he looks. That's right. Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll figure it out. Like he, he seems like a pretty confident fellow. Um, he, he's, he reminds me of like a football player that goes to play basketball at the YMCA where it's like the, if things start going right for him, they're going to go really right. Yeah. Not for real, but, but love the plan. Like, yeah. I also like the way the defense played, you know, Mitchell got his 32 points, but man, he was so inefficient. He was a chucker that game. So he keeps chucking stuff's going to go in, but a lot of it didn't love that. Yeah. All right, that's all I have. You have a lot of people to get to. Thanks for letting me on, Kirk. Sure thing, Daniel. Talk soon. Um, Josh, you've hit me up like nine times. You kept coming in and out of the chat. What's up? My fault. My phone's – I broke my phone earlier this week. It's been tweaking out. Not a but, problem. What's up, going? What's What do you think? But, no, Maxi is a Gobert killer. When Maxi is hitting like that, there's – there's he, he he's, so, he's so indecisive whenever he's playing – the center man, he, he doesn't want to leave the rim. He doesn't want to get out there. When I was worried about, that was the main thing I was worried about going to the, into the playoffs was if Maxi isn't hitting them, what are we going to do? Yeah. I mean, but, they needed, they needed him to step up. I mean, in the last two playoffs, the last two playoffs, he has a total of 13 made threes. Yeah. Over the first two games today, or this, this year, he has 10. already beat it. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, close. He, uh, he'll, yeah, he'll beat close. it by the end of the series. If he doesn't, we're screwed. Yes. I, I, I was telling I'm, – I'm in a group chat with all my, my coworkers. I was like, look, if Mac, – because Maxie hit his first three uh, – he, he hit – I'm not sure if it was the first one. It was the first one I, I seen. Yeah. He, he hit it, and I was like, look, if Maxie can hit those shots, Luka can rest till game four, game five, because Gobert isn't coming out on those. And if they do, and if they do, then just like there were several times – uh, it was especially when they were they were trying to cop they were trying to kind of copy and run that same zone. It wasn't the same exact zone, but it it was a zone. And we broke the zone multiple times. You take that one man out, you just attack that same spot. And, it, it, and I, I, honestly, if you put Gobert versus Dinwiddie versus 
Oh, there's a couple. There's a couple things. One on one around the rim, I still like our chance. It's still a good shot. For sure. For sure. I mean, there's just this game puts doubt in their brains, and that's that's almost like like, almost as important as winning. Well, thanks, Josh. We'll talk soon. Okay. Appreciate you, man. All right. Uh, Let's try Ben again. See if he can uh, figure out the unmute button. Kirk, you there? There we go. There we go. Hey, I know we talked about the rebounding in here a little bit. It seems like the Mavs got crushed on rebounding, but uh, there were some cool stats. Uh, they actually out-rebounded the Jazz 8-6 to six in the fourth quarter, and Ooh. Jalen Brunson out-rebounded Rudy Gobert 4-3 to three in the fourth quarter. Ah, that's so, a power stat. Love that pull. They were scrappy as get, you know, it, uh, fun fourth quarter to watch. So that's really the, the stat I wanted to drop here in the green room for everybody. So uh, anyway, uh, go check out the recap and probably what is today, Monday, Wednesday, I'll have a Jalen Brunson specific article for everybody. Killer. Thanks boss. Talk soon. All right. Um, let's go with Mr. Williams. How you doing Chico? Hey, what's up Kirk? How you doing, man? I'm great. Welcome to the show. What do you got for us tonight? Yeah, man, that was a really good game. I just wanted to sincerely apologize to Jalen Bronson for giving them a lot of shit. And it was <laughs> no, and it, and it wasn't shit where I was like, he's a bad player. I was just like, yeah, man, we can let him walk and probably find something else. But no, this shit works. Like he made a believer out of me. And the crazy thing is, the forty-one points are huge, but that zero turnover start that shit That's is wild. Crazy. That's, I mean, he's always been a low turnover guy, but he basically had the ball the whole game, and he didn't have any. Yes. So, secondly, like, uh, Moxie got a new phone, so I like that. You know what I mean? Mm, oh, man. what That's a great – he got a new phone. Yeah. That's right. been the problem. He had a shitty Apple 11 or something, and yep, now he's yep. he's got the 13, Pro the Max. big one. Yep, yep. Also, Kirk, I remember – uh, you had a you tweeted the last game where you was like, Josh Green is unplayable in these series. Yeah. And tonight, tonight really showed that. I remember like back in the day when I was playing ball when I was young, my cousin he's like six six. I'm only like five ten. I went inside the paint. He sent that shit all the way to the <laughs> other side. I, I definitely did not go back in the paint. If he was ten feet away from me in the corner three, I still wasn't taking it. So listen, I don't know if you remember months back when I was like, everybody speaks about how athletic Josh Green is, and then you said, you said, <laughs> I think he can definitely play rugby, but I don't know if he's NBA athletic. So, I still kind of think that. Right. So I said that because when he went on Gobert, Gobert said that shit. I was like, yeah, bro, because I can touch the net without the ball too. I mean, the dunk was this close to being unbelievable. But then, like, Rudy was like, oh, yeah, this is why I'm amazing to buy. <laughs> but, yeah, also, um, Spencer really had to uh, put put in some work those last couple of possessions because it was a really stinker. Like, listen to me, he was getting killed on defense and all. Like, it was it was just getting really, really bad. But I just wanted to shout out, like, them making their free throws. That was a yes. nice. A little better tonight, 10 of 13, yeah. I think. Yes. 
And the refs really tried to blow that game because that's that's what really sucked the life out of the Dallas Mavericks in the second and third quarters. Like the whistle was blo- whether good or bad calls, it was like it was really taken away from the game a lot. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, it was a great win. Um people need to, you know, recognize Reggie Bullock's eleven points just a little bit more. Because for some reason when I was watching the game, every time Utah went on a run, it was like a Reggie three or a Reggie mid range that actually stopped the run. So I was very appreciative of that. He's gonna have a big game. He only took seven shots. I've a I've a feel he's gonna have like like one of these like twenty four point, you know, like seven three pointer type games. I feel it. Yeah, but other than that, go mobs. I feel confident. I think mobs is six. I love it. Talk soon, friend. Yeah, man. All right. Let's go with um Hey Josh. Welcome back. Hey. Uh first off, um I got I got some hot fire for this one. First off, um I don't know why people are talking about um, go bear positively after tonight. Don't Why? That. I like him. I like good basketball players. He's a good basketball <sighs> player. Man, I mean, I, was... I mean, I, I, I hate him as a Mavs fan because he's a good basketball player. But like, I don't like. I used to hate Carl Malone. Like when I was a kid. <laughs> like, yeah. there's like visceral hate. And then since I've grown up, everything about Carl Malone, I like my hate was justified. So, like, Rudy's just a big dork. Like, he wants attention. He's never going to get the respect he deserves because he never shuts the fuck up about how he deserves respect. But his play is amazing. So that's why. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know if Jazz fans would agree with you tonight. I mean, they should try having – they should try passing Rudy the ball in places where he can actually – and, like, throwing shitty lobs and – I don't know. They're they're annoying. they certainly didn't get it to him in good spots. I mean, it was like for real guys, but he also did. He did bring the ball down yeah. so many times. And, that stuff kills you. And so that's first. Secondly, just to respond to Jose, um, who I love, but actually Charles Barkley in 2011, I just want to state that he was the one of the only people on TV who picked the Mavs at all. Um, most analysts that year of the championship picked them to lose every round. And actually, I believe that I remember Charles Barkley picked them to win every round, which was not the popular uh, take. So yeah. I just wanted to state that. Um, uh, saying that, the NBA TV guys, Robert Ori and Steve Smith, both picked the Jazz to win tonight. And so they I heard could- that. They could suck it. Um, uh, uh, after that, also on the broadcast, the guy who wasn't Brendan Haywood was trying to say, like, during the game, he was like, the Mavs are stealing this. I just want to make a clarification to other callers here. The Mavs didn't steal this. They fucking took it. Yes. They really yeah. did. They really scrapped. I like that. I like that assessment. Seriously. And so that's so I'm going to lead into this. I'm going to be quick. But basically, um, when when the Mavs lose and we come here and and talk to you and it's awesome that you guys do this, uh, it's awesome that you do it. Um, So props to you. But I think that there should be less sulking on losses. 
you know what I mean? Because obviously the Mavs have to play 82 games a season plus playoffs. And if they spend a bunch of time sulking after every loss, um, they're going to keep losing. So uh, that's one take. Two, um, I think the kid coached the fuck out of this game. So I think the craziness with Akiva and him just lambasting kid, um, I think that's a little excessive every time. Um, I think that he coached a hell of a game tonight. And, and man, uh, other than that, uh, there was one more, um, Thing that I wanted to say. Oh yeah, I love your comment about Jalen Brunson. Um, do you want to be a Nick? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's great. I'd have Luca um, deliver him the contract and say, "Do you really want to fucking be a Nick?" <laughs> oh, my and my last and my last thing, Kirk, is that I think because they won tonight, for for better or for worse, depending on how you look at it, I think this means that they won't play Luka in game three. Um, they'll give the crew a chance to win in Utah. Um, now that they did kind of maybe get in Utah's head a little. And I think that if they lose, he comes back game four. If they win, he might just wait till game five, right? Uh, you know, it's tough to predict this stuff. I will say that, like, the jazz crowd is going to be, like, the closest thing to a European crowd, and I really want to see Luka in it. Hell yeah, I do. Uh, all right. Uh, props on doing this. Everybody, keep your head up. Don't sulk if the Mavs lose a game. Uh, have some faith. And choose. Well, good stuff, man. Yeah, love. Peace. Talk soon. All right. Let's go with. Oh, my buddy Scott. How are we doing, Scott? I'm doing all right. How are you? I am all right. Was this a good way to start your day? It, it really was. I uh, I had to catch up afterwards. So everybody, this was already going on when I finished the game. So just able to jump in. I thought, man, well, I think one of the key, if without Luca, I think the idea is if they keep having one of Whiteside and Gobert on the court the whole time, it's just going to lead to uncontested threes the entire series. You know, every game. Um, right. I think that's why they took Powell out. You know, it's like, well, I mean, he can. He, he, if you can't have that threat, then you then he can like then either one of those guys can just kind of like stay near the paint without any problem. And so if they do, I, I think maybe Snyder could kind of like try to change things up and use a smaller play, like go small ball at some point. If they do, Spencer will have a free free uh, pathway to the basket because yes, I actually like I liked him attacking those bigs with speed. You know, that's the one thing Luca doesn't do as well. He's more like crafty. Yes, but I love Dinwiddie's. Dinwiddie's like a extendo arm when he goes well, in for those. He needs layups, to take man. those. He needs to take those ten to twelve footers. Like he missed two. Yeah. He missed two or three gimmies in the fourth quarter because he's tired, and he's I also think, in his own head because he's shooting eleven of thirty three for the series so far. If it's on a pick and roll, I've noticed that they that the big kind of shows in that area, mm-hmm. so he can't really take it. No, and so that's why. I mean that like that's why why I praise Gobert so much because he's just everywhere in, in terms right. of that like ten to twelve foot radius where he has he has Dimwitty like hearing footsteps and yep. like that's kind of and that's where it's like when Maxie started hitting the threes you saw 
um, Brunson got a late layup, like a floater of a, a like giant killer, but Rudy wasn't even there because Rudy's a step outside, like looking for Maxi in the corner. He had to be. I mean, this is this is a great revelation for the rest of the series. What's weird is that he Maxi had a better three point shooting game than than you know. No, I'm not anti Porzingis at all, but you know Maxi did what KP's never done in a in a in a uniform go eight of eleven from three or whatever. And the idea is that you know, like you always said, in the first quarter when KP hits that three, it always kind of leads to an, a crisis on defense. But they never adjusted to Maxi. Like he no. he's just sitting there stroking threes, and they're like, okay, we're still gonna lay off of him and keep to the game plan. You know, we, we had to have one of these guys, Josh Green, Maxi, yep. somebody who's just like punishing them like Terrence Mann did last postseason. So I think if they keep that going, man, if they keep rolling out Whiteside and Gobert, we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to see tonight as like the average, like 40 to 53 point shots. I mean, they have if to Luca's in, Yeah. Yeah. And if Luca's in, it'll change because he, he's just so big. He can get into that area. And, but man, Brunson, dude. This, it's hard to overreact to this one game because it's it's a high leverage. You know, you lose it and you're you know you're down in the ten to fifteen percent range of winning the series. Right. He he comes through, man. I mean, he increased his pay today, no doubt. <laughs> he did. He did. Well, thanks for joining, Scott. You got anything else? No, nah, I mean, hey, uh, just to clarify, we don't. He's not restricted, but we do have full bird rights, so we can sign him up to the twenty five percent max for five years with an eight percent increase each year based on the first year right and so here's what i encourage everybody to do i encourage you to under like to internalize this understand what the numbers are but do your best to not care because it's not your money (laughs) what the mavericks can do and what the mavericks do like scott's really good at presenting all this information to let you know what they can do but where it gets very dicey in this sort of hope is like well what if they pay him 19 versus 21 and i'm like at a certain point, the NBA cap is going up again. So it there's, is. you know, it's like there's there's real uh, um, there's incentive to if you think you have a player who's good, like eventually, like Luca's going to be worth his max. But if you like sign a guy like like Dorian, like the Mavericks did, Dorian's contract is only going to increase in value if the cap goes up by another fifteen percent or whatnot, right? Right. And it will in a couple of years with the new TV deal. And the other thing about Brunson's contract is that like I'd rather pay him five one twenty five than lose him for nothing because signing trades are hard. The, you know the BYC the base year compensation for him is tough mm-hmm. to make trades actually work. Yep. So if you're going into this offseason, let's keep him at all costs rather than lose him because we're gonna the whole contract with the with the player year on the last year it'll be his prime anyway. Yes. It's yeah. Not, so where if you get two like years into be, it and he's unhappy with his role. There's, there's a, it's, he's a plus asset. He's not like where, where we're all kind of scarred as Mavs fans is like, we, the players that have Wesley been on the Matthews. team, what's that? I said Wesley Matthews type contracts where you're mm-hmm. signing the guy at 29 and 30. Yep. You know, Brunson's going to be 25, 26. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Sign him for five years. All right, man. Thanks so much for, uh, for hanging out. See you, Kirk. All right. Coming up next, let's go with Derek. Hey, Derek, what's going on? Hey, Kirk, how's it going? It's great. What do you got for us tonight? Man, the vibes are immaculate. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, you happy? Or where'd you watch the game tonight? Man, I'm well, I'm in North Carolina, so I'm in the East Coast. Uh, oh, so it's it's 1245 already. So you're you're already paying for tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. But it's worth it, though. Uh, That's I'm, right. 
I'm all good with it. <laughs> the only thing I got to say, so, well, just a few things. So usually, you know, with wins, you need one of your guys, you know, obviously minus Luca. So one of Dinwiddie or Brunson needed to play good tonight. And then we needed at least one role player to play really good. Then yes. we got, we got it tonight, you know? Yes. They needed a hero. They need like, like, all, like single game heroes to step up. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just, you know, I, I'm happy. I'm happy Maxi, Maxi played good. You know, it, it was a long time coming. You know, it doesn't mean that he's going to do it next game, but we just needed it for this game. You know, it was like, we got to be happy for just for this, for this game, you know, and, and he's good with that. The only, the only other thing I was going to add, you know, with the Utah Jazz, you know, just playing so much drop coverage, you know, um, we hit – and, you know, all the threes weren't based off them playing that defense, but we hit 47% from three tonight. And um, we're not going to hit that percentage probably every game, I would say. <laughs> but – I will say, so I looked it up. So when we've taken 45 threes or more, we're nine and two on the year. And, you know, That's interesting without Luca, you know, uh, you know, we've got, you know, our, our offense is based on a lot of drive kick three pointers. And with the jazz playing drop coverage, you know, it, We've got to just like tonight. We've got to take those open threes that they give us. So, you know, the more the more threes that we take, you know, it, it just seems like that that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a recipe for success. So we'll see. We'll see if they keep doing that. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, well, thanks for joining, Derek. Appreciate, appreciate you hanging out. Appreciate it, Kurt. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go um, with uh, Ruben. Ruben, did you get to watch the game? I hope so. Yeah, definitely got to watch the game tonight. Hell of a game. We finally got a playoff win at home. That's why I'm super happy, and I'm I'm super happy for Brunson too, because uh, man, he was he was kind of showing flashes of like Dame Lillard. Like, I hope he can master that. Um, I know he had one in like a fast break, like that quick pull up three. If he can master that, he's worth like a, you know, a max contract or however much we have to pay him to keep him. But if he can master that that quick pull up, um, and he used that little um, Dwight Powell screen to hit a little three, and you know if he can have a quick release three like that, man, like the sky is the limit for him. So here's the thing: he has it. He just doesn't do it. It's. It, it, I, I think he's just kind of. It's kind of been bred into him over time to take controlled shots within an offense. You know, whether it be Carl or Villanova before him. But like, I need these Mavericks to play at a faster pace to beat the Jazz. And a Jalen pull up three with nobody around him, pretty damn good shot in my book. Yeah, he just. Yeah, just have confidence like uh, Maxi did tonight. But I feel like I don't know if it would. I give credit to Jason Kidd, but I feel like he found out a cheat code tonight. Like. He found out that Rudy Gobert loves highlight uh, blocks. Like you, like uh, I think it was uh, towards the, I think it was in the fourth quarter where Dan Woody was driving, and literally Maxi was just like 
just sitting there like having a picnic by like the corner three. Like he was like openly waiting for it. Like he mm-hmm. knew it was coming because he knew Gobert was going to sell out for the uh, for the block. And he did that a, a lot tonight. I'm like, bro, stay home. I'm like, literally. Well, the stay scouting home. report has to say something along the lines of this Maxi Kleba fella is broken. Because we've watched, like, how many games have we been like, is Maxi alive? Is he okay? Like, it's been months of this. Well, not months. Basically post-All-Star break on. And you just figure after the seventh one, they'd maybe go <laughs> go out there and try to block the eight. But he did not. Right. and But I feel like we didn't really do it that much the last game. Like, um, like having, like, well, Gobert is a good player. I'll give him that. But when you, when he's playing against another big that can actually shoot a three, like, if we pay, I feel like we should have did this with K. Well, I guess uh, Rick Carlisle said KP go stand in the corner, but they never passed it to him. I guess, but I guess like if if say KP was out there just standing in the corner, Rudy Gobert would have to go out there, and he would his tendency is just to have a highlight block. Like yeah. bro, I hope he learn. I mean, I hope he doesn't learn from it. But if we can have Maxi or you know. uh uh, Dorian Finney-Smith playing a five with Rudy out there, and bro, just stay in the corner. Uh, you know, driving kick like that's a cheat. Like literally, he's gonna, he's literally gonna go for the block every time. And I feel like Dinwiddie, like it was a perfect example. They need to replay that in like uh, film study for sure uh, before the next game. But um, I do hope Luca does come back. Um, this. I don't see how they lose with with Luca the way. I mean, it looks like they were like cooking uh, Donovan Mitchell tonight. Like they made him look like a. I mean, that's see. I, I sort of disagree with the Gobert take, but I I will say that like where Gobert gets exasperated is having to cover up for like for for Mitchell and everyone else. Right, right, right. And and I feel like like hey, let's make him work. Let's. Stay in the corner, big. Whatever big is on the floor, and yeah, I think somebody said it. Dwight was was taken out probably just for that aspect of that play, like so that play could be open. Bronson uh-huh. was cooking. I, you know, I'm I'm super happy for him, but I'm I'm not expecting them to hit 40 every night. But if we can get you know 25 to 30 with Luke on the floor, Spencer gives him another 20. I mean, and, we just need Spencer to have a good game. Right, right, and drive. Don't be as scared to <laughs> like, drive. Andy, I think you said it. He was probably tired. Like, I, I guess that can take a lot out of you when the type of defense, uh, defense we do play. So I, mm-hmm. I understand he, him being tired, but um, great win, and I hope, uh, you know, that they keep playing that same defense because we were just eating them up and yeah the I, I say the score was tight because you know they out rebound us but that's I think that's going to happen every game yes. uh from here on out so we just is I think all our games are going to be tight but that's that's the playoffs each each play is like you have to score let it uh be a two or a three because this I, I feel like every game is going to be tight um but I I was like I was <laughs> looking at highlights of the Golden State game was Jokic ejected or? Oh yeah, yeah. It, the Warriors scored seventy points in nineteen minutes. <laughs> um, this game was out of this. This game was like as close to one of the early Golden State run. Like they're they're just marauding. It, it's it, it. The final score is one twenty six to one hundred six. It was not. Close. I was like, um, I was like, I saw. Uh, yeah. Was it? Who was it? Um, what's the big they got that the crazy guy? Um, 
He was getting into it with his with Will Barton on the bench. I was like, what the hell is going on in this game? Like, I think I saw Steph trying to calm down Jokic. I'm like, what the hell? But uh, on another note, I'm, I'm just glad the Mavs won. Um, and, yeah, I, I just hope Maxie keeps shooting with confidence. Uh, a Maxie with confidence is, is a beast. Like, <laughs> it's a meme going around where uh, Maxie off the bench and he's kind of morphing in the dirt. I wouldn't oh, yeah. say he's going to be. <laughs> it's hilarious. But uh, no, he's not Dirk. But uh, we got another German fella that's not to shoot, uh, not scared to to shoot the three. But a uh, good win tonight. And I hope we can uh, steal it. Well, not even steal another one. Take another one. Let's let's, right. let's finish this out. All right. Talk soon. Thanks for coming. No problem. Out. All right. Let's go to we're going to get to everybody tonight. I don't have anything to do. Just work tomorrow. Who, you know, who cares? Who cares about being tired? Mr. Pry, what's going on? Thanks for hanging out late. Hit that unmute button one more time, and it will uh, bring you up here. Give him a second to Uh-oh. find it. Did I get it? Oh, there we man, go. I always have such a hard time with these. <laughs> it's okay. Yay. It's only your second or third time up here. You get the hang of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I actually – I missed the game today, uh, and it was really stressful. I had some stuff with the city that I had to work on. Um, and I had listened to your podcast this morning, which gave me major anxiety because, you know, I heard Iztok Franco talking – all this about this gloom and doom stuff around how we probably won't win today and everything. And so I just, I was in a bad mood all day and uh, got out of the meeting and saw that we were up by like four with like a minute and a half to go. And I was freaking out and I look at the box score and Maxie's doing ungodly things from the three point line. And, oh, it was your phone was broke. We're like, that can't be correct. He has eight. How many threes? Eight. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Oh, it was. And I immediately thought I was like, how many did Jason Terry hit that one game? I was like, did he beat that record? He didn't. But he did. Um, yeah, it was like it was close. It was, it was yeah, damn he was, close. He, yeah, he, beat he was one off from tying him, I, I think. But yeah. uh, but yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a, a Panda Hank uh, highlight night <laughs> for your boy. Uh, so I can I can see everything that I missed. Um, and man, it's it's frustrating because I look at this. And I know for a fact that if we would have had a healthy Luka game one, we'd be up 2-0 right now. People would be talking about us potentially sweeping. But it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll leave you to it. I know you got other folks, but uh, Mavs in five. Love it. Thanks so much for coming up. Sure. All right. Coming up next, then, we got uh, – let's go with Blake. Hey, Blake. What's going on? Give Blake a second. If you switch to another app that has audio, sometimes it won't let you talk. Um, so try to like exit and rejoin if it's uh, if it's not connecting to your Kurt, audio Kurt, output. You, there we go. There we go. Hey, sorry. Yeah, this this app is it hates me. Um, <clears throat> well, I know it's late, uh, so I won't take up too much of your time. I just I got to go to the game last minute. A, a friend gave me and the girlfriend free tickets, so that was insane. Um, and I. Uh, I just want to say that give Jalen Brunson a hundred million a year and a key to the city. What the hell ever give that man, whatever he wants to keep him. <laughs> I love it. I agree. He, he is, I, I never in my wildest dreams thought that he would drop 40 plus and that Maxie would hit eight threes and we would win a playoff game without Luca. It's freaking insane. Yeah, and, 60, 66 points from those two doesn't seem real. It is insane. At, at one point, we were sitting there, and uh, Erica 
said she was like oh maxi that's like five threes and i was like yeah he's got 19 points and then it dawned on both of us was like oh my god he's our second leading scorer in this game like (laughs) i has maxi ever been our second leading scorer in a game like i mean i'm sure he has maybe at some point but i certainly can't i certainly don't remember any instances yeah it's, it's just bonkers man every Despite all the crap that happened in the first half and the and Ed Malloy doing his best to let everyone know that he was there, we still managed to pull it out, and that was awesome. I'm glad you got to go. That's a really fun way to spend a Monday. Absolutely. It 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 made it made it a great Monday. It sure did. Well, hope you come back when we talk on Thursday. Sounds good, man. Thanks, Kirk. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay, coming up next, let's go. And we're just gonna get to everybody. So if you're in the queue, um hang out. Davis, what's going on? What's Davis, up? sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, two things. Um, Masking owed an apology. One, so we're uh, there. Um, what's that? I'm sorry. We're barely picking you up. Oh, stupid app. Um, I'll, I'll get out of your way real quick because I don't know why it doesn't like to. No, we're hearing you now. Okay, that's good. Um, one thing I don't understand uh, First of all, this was a great win, but one of the biggest things that's annoying as a just an NBA fan in general is the amount of unnecessary hate Rudy Gobert gates. Like this was not his fault. Like, the reason he was caving, you know, into the paint play after play was because nobody on the Jazz can defend a worth, you know, like on the perimeter. Like they have some of the worst perimeter defenders in the league. Yeah. Not good anymore. He's too old on the defensive end. Uh, Bogey's just not good on defense. Um, I mean, Donovan is overrated defensively. Like they just don't have good defensive players. Like he covered up so much of of what they do. Like he and he's effectively made Powell and Green unplayable. Like his presence has made those two dudes literally unplayable. Um, part of it is also, you know, obviously Luca. Uh, you know, shows how much Luca adds to, to the Mavs is that he, he makes guys like Green and Powell into decent NBA players to some extent. Um, yeah. But, yeah. like, honestly, this performance, and again, I I don't want to harp on him too much better, but my God, that was one of the worst offensive performances I've ever seen from a player <laughs> in Green, what he did today. But, uh, I just don't understand why he plays him when, when Rudy's on the floor. Um, I think that's the worst possible time to play him. I think you've got to play him with um, uh, with the backups. Um, right. Well, thank you for hanging out and waiting so long. No worries. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me, Kirk. And well, uh, I look forward to the next game. That's right. Talk soon. Okay, coming up next, uh, my man. Let's go with my man Faz. You've been waiting. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Kirk. Um, can you hear me all right? I can. You sound great. Sound great. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm driving back from the game, but like I'm pretty close to home. But um, yeah, it was an insane experience because um, I I entered the giveaway that Mavrello tweeted yesterday. Um, and I was lucky enough to get tickets. So, yeah, we, it was, I don't even know what to say, man. I'm still kind of in shock at everything. That's amazing. We saw. <laughs> um, yeah, my voice is gone. Um, but 
Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I think everybody captured, like, the vibe of the game pretty well. Uh, it was just, it was a special experience for sure. But um, I think there was something that, I, I guess I have a few analytical points because I've been thinking this through. I've had nothing else to think about. Um, I think somebody mentioned, you know, early on in this in the space that uh, that Dorian was big in this game, and you know he didn't have the biggest game on the stat sheet, but like um, he he was everywhere that he needed to be, and like you know his rebounding effort against Gobert that was pivotal, of course. But um, you know that that makes me think of like way back in 2014 with Jay Crowder. We said a lot of the same stuff, and obviously he was really raw back then, but. You know, even though even though he didn't put up much on the stat sheet, like he put triple singles or whatever, he uh, he just always knew the right place to be, and that's why he had a really good plus minus. And um, I mean, we're going that like and then some with Dorian because he's putting up some good games. Um, so we, I mean, he 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 produces way more than he uh, it seems on paper, in my opinion. Well, you're not alone there. That, 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 that was. That was um, Mute. Sorry, mute. Sorry, I'm Sorry. getting feedback. feedback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, like, like he's one of the Haralabobs, like, that's, like, his crown jewel of me, like, like Dorian is the guy. We need, we're underrating Dorian, and I, like, made fun of the take for, like, two and a half years, and then Dorian signs a contract extension and plays better. So, I think you're right. Yeah, and, um, I guess, I guess a lot's been made about, you know, Dwight and I, I, to some extent, you know, Bertans being unplayable, um, or sorry, that's the other way around. But, um, yeah, I think Dwight, I mean, it's hard to, like, you know, just not play him because who else do you have? Um, but if he can, like, if he can get most of the minutes when Gobert is off the floor, um, I don't know if that's, like, you know, how, how Snyder might adjust to that. Um, but, like, his one bucket came when, you know, Whiteside was on the court, and, he Whiteside completely, you know, didn't pay attention. He left wide, completely wide open for a dunk. Spencer got him the assist. Like, obviously, with Gobert on the court, he's not. He's gonna get. He's not gonna get anything. So, um, I guess it's all, all a lot of you know mixing and matching, seeing who's hot and who's not. Um, and I, I, this is definitely where, like, of course, where we missed Luca. Um, all these guys who are like borderline unplayable or completely unplayable. They they get to they get to contribute quite a bit, um, you know, or it's possible for them to contribute with Luca like just completely breaking the game, the defensive plan for anybody. Um, so hopefully, you know, maybe when whenever Luca comes back, like all these guys, Josh Green, whoever, uh, they can, you know, we can expect something out of them. Perhaps I don't know how much, but some anything more than the zeros they give us. <laughs> No, I mean, it, that's where it's like a win like tonight is so valuable because you're just like, it's like you're borrowing time. So they turned it into a best of five series. And if Luke is able to come back in game four or game three, it just changes the math on everything because he instills confidence in guys that really need it. Where it's like Dorian last year, I think needed Luca. And now we've seen two games in a row where it's arguable. He just doesn't like, like Luca accentuates him and improves him but he's a really good player in his own right. And then these guys who are still struggling to kind of find themselves, you know, green's a great example. I think, I think green, I think green plays with more confidence when Luke is out there. So I think there's something to that take. 
yeah, um, you know, hopefully all goes well whenever Uka can get back. And um, I guess one just one last thing, not even like an analytical point, but just, man, it felt so good to like get this win because, you know, I, I guess a, a sweep or whatever could have been in the cards. And I'm sure every game would have been really close fought and we'd be talking about, oh, you know, look at Jalen Brunson putting up a valiant effort and the Mavericks, they were so scrappy without Luka. But um, no, no, after tonight, you know, I'm sure the Jazz are taking it seriously. They, it's not like they had any trouble with that, but like, it's still to them and to everybody freaking else out there, like shit ain't sweet, man. A hundred percent. Well, thanks for joining us. Hope you come back. Absolutely. Yeah. Good, good talking, Kirk. You too, buddy. Um, man, I'm, I'm, I, I, I lost, yeah, I've lost steam in the last few minutes, but we're gonna power through. Um, let's go, with Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, what's up, Kurt? You know, just doing some editing, articles in Mavs Moneyball, listening to y'all. What's 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 going on with you? What do we what do we want to talk about? Well, uh, like I said earlier in the chat, I think you're spot on about the bullying because I completely eviscerated Maxi all day yesterday, and <laughs> he came out with eight three pointers, like just completely dominated. But more than just making them, man, it was all about his legs like you could tell i could almost forecast it every one of those threes going in because you could tell for the first time in a long time he was putting his legs into his shots i loved seeing it but uh more so than that great win like everybody else has said uh it was a roller coaster of emotions like i thought it was very similar to game one it almost started out identical Instead of having a lead after one, we were tied. But then here comes the refs in the second quarter, and I'm just glad that Jalen Brunson was able to have the kind of game he did. But on top of that, to see Maxi and all, I mean, there was just several players that hit really, really crucial threes, and it was it was fun to see. Like I said, after game one, I knew – I knew we would get one of these games based on pure shooting alone. I just didn't know it was going to come as quickly as it did. Right. No, Happy good, to good. see it, but I know you're you're trying to get off here, so I'll let, okay. I'll let everybody come up here. I just wanted to give that a shout-out and tell everybody, go Mavs, man. Thanks for joining, Jeremy. Appreciate the comments. All right. Let's go next to Logan. Hey, Logan. Hit that unmute button for us. Give Logan a second. He's been waiting a while in the chat or in the um, in the queue. Yeah, man, almost 90 minutes in. See, this is why, you know, the big shot pod is like, hey, you need to go longer. And I'm not uh, I'm not able to. But uh, Savas, what's going on? Welcome back. Hit that unmute button and tell us what you got. Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I am dragging ass, but I'm feeling good. Yeah, man, me too. Um, yeah, that game was incredible, but, uh, pretty much everyone covered everything, but I just want to say, I think that this was like a big game when it comes to signing Jalen Brunson, cause now he's, you know, now he's experienced like the real love from the city and, you know, I don't think he's going to give that up plus getting paid. Cause obviously you get paid here just to go to like Detroit or New York or something. So right. I think that this was a really, you know, big game for us, you know, a big step for the off season. 
I I hope so. I mean, I never really know what's going to go on in this offseason. I think this team might end up being quite different. Um, I don't think they're going to like triple down and extend Maxi or do something, you know, but it's right. You just got to feel good about where the Mavericks are, uh, despite the fact where it's like after game one, my buddy is Franco wrote for D magazine. And he's just like, the Mavericks have like four dudes who can play basketball. This is alarming. And it's just, it's nice to see like Maxi like revive himself because it's just, you know, he was bad for a while and it's okay to say that he's, he played good tonight. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely struggling. I mean, he was still giving us that defense, but, you know, still he was shooting awful. Mm -hmm. Um, But also I think, you know, a big, you know, I thought that, you know, in order for us to win the series, we had to have like, we needed the series to be at least like 2-1 after like three games for us to have like a good chance for Luca one, to come back, and two, for us to win if he did come back. So I'm glad that we got the win tonight for that. You know, it gave us a lot of confidence, and, you know, hopefully we can even go into Utah and win the game. So I don't know. Hopefully. Maybe I'm being a little too optimistic, but, you know, this is a good team. You know, we're playing well, you know, and now that Luca's going to come back, I think that we're really going to gel and look really good and scary. I hope so. He he was just chomping at the bit to get in that game. <laughs> like I, it's it's it's. I'm really I like I need him to play just because I I like am channeling his um. You can just sense his like just like absolute need to be in there, and he just can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw him on the sidelines on TV, and yeah, he definitely looked like he wanted to be in there. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you, Kurt. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out all night. Appreciate you, man. Talk soon. Yep. All right. Let's go with uh, Sean. This is why the app is great. What's going on, dude? Hit that unmute button. Tell us what you're thinking. You there? I can hear you. Hey, Sean. Maybe his internet's not working tonight. All right. We'll let you come back up if you can figure it out. Um, let's go with Brian. Hey, Brian, what's going on? What's going on, Kirk? The vibes are immaculate. They are. They are. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson paying homage to Dirk. Sure. With 41, and uh, they reset the three-point record tonight for a franchise playoff record. It was 20. They set 22 tonight, and we needed every one of those in the fourth. Oh, that's a good stat. I don't think I knew that. Needed every single one of those in the fourth quarter, and uh, I mean, uh, what Dodo had almost three triples in a row, and I was watching the game, and it would have it was inside the cylinder, and I know it was it would have raised the roof off the AAC. Yeah, that was like, a, I know what shot you're talking about. That was I dropped uh, to my knees. I wanted him to hit that so bad because he only yeah. had he only had nine points, and I mean they just needed every 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 one of those threes just killing there all the energy the Jazz had had it in the game. Well, you know, and, and it, it, it's one of those games where for as many shots as they made, it felt like they could have hit two or three more. Pretty crazy. I don't know what Quinn Snyder was thinking, bringing yeah. Gomez in there. He played seven that minutes. That was weird. He did. You're right. He should have maybe brought a guard, Nikhil Alexander in there or something. Or, But uh, this is the game they needed. I went to the first game, and – they dropped that. They didn't execute on the small things. And they, I know they needed an outlier to win a game, and tonight it was a three-point percentage. So they were at 46 or 47. They needed 
all that. And this is the energy they need to go, go into Utah. And uh, it extends the time for Luca. It gives us another game. So That's right. Instead of, game, right. instead of game three, we can have them back for game four, and it's all right. And that'll be – I'll put it in the range between the 15- and 20-day mark instead of the 12- to 15-day mark. Right. Give them a little extra time. And uh, and uh, once he comes back, once he officially comes back, it's over. We're done. I mean, uh, I don't know why they don't want to get the ball to Rudy Gobert. We got a seven Did you footer. see the post up that he had on Maxi Kleva, though? Like, he tried to post up and almost fell over. It's he's he's a unique player. Like it's just that like the Mavs fans who want him, and I don't know how I feel about Rudy uh, as Mavericks. There's just like oh, like all Luka would do is just like put the ball above the cylinder, and Luka would dunk, or and, and Rudy would dunk it. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, it's the second half of the season. I, I think it's really killed his confidence because they don't pass the ball to him at all down there, and it's really sad. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining and hanging out all night. Yes, sir. You have a good night. Yeah, you too. Let's try Sean again. He was having an uh, internet issue. What's up, dude? If it'll let me pick you. There we go. Can you hear me now? There we are. What's up? What's up? Uh, so about that play that you were talking about, Rudy uh, posting up Maxi and completely like, losing the ball, what did he do when the, when the play went the other way? He blocked George Green. So um, I do think like... I guess you're right. As a Mavs fan, I know you're not on the Gobert agenda, but there is very like there is strong reason as to why so many fans want him because I feel like just in our system, you put someone like Gobert in, I think it just is a dream come true to me. I know there are so many flaws and we're seeing those flaws play out, but like you have to hope. Like we we never try to get any like big name players. Sure. And a three-time defensive player of the year is a big name player. Jalen Brunson basically solid. And Kirk, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, Tim Hardaway had like a good run in the playoffs last year against the Clippers, and he got what 21 million. Yeah, uh, as a result, yeah, like kind of a decline in contract. It's not. It's it's a little more than you'd want, but also less than he was like offered by the Pelicans. So, how much do you think Brunson gets now? Like, are we giving him the money? Is someone else giving him the money? Because I feel like he's played himself into, like, a 25 million contract. Because that's what, like, a lot of the other point guards, like, say, Malcolm Brogdon. And I feel like that's relatively equitable value considering Brunson has a higher upside. Yeah, I think so, too. There's some team that's going to, there's some team that's going to give him 25 to 25, 27 like a scaling up contract. And I don't know if the Mavericks will want to match that. So now I'm just a little worried. Like I love seeing Brunson get that back for himself, play into that shape. I just am a little worried about whether as a franchise, we're finally going to go into luxury tax because aren't we like the least spending franchise of the last 10 years or something in terms of contracts? So I'm you saved sure. up that money. But I, I like they owe because Luca's first year of his new deal kicks in next year at like a you know it's like forty one or forty two it's it's something pretty simple and then you got uh, then you got this Bertans contract Dinwiddie contract um, they're Hardly. they have a pretty they have a really high payroll next year like really high um, and and that's fine and so we'll we'll see where we get with Brunson I I mean I'm just to the point right now where. I think the trajectory of these guys is to the point to where I'm not really worried about how much they they end up spending as long as they keep the connecting pieces together. 
Um, like before the season, I was I was thinking that that honestly, Dorian Finney-Smith would be the one who'd get away and get signed somewhere for like 18 to 19 million a year, which would just be a little outside of the Mavs ballpark. And then, you know, he, he re-upped in season for a cheaper deal than I was expecting. And he is is out playing that deal. So it, it's. You know, their books are pretty, I don't want to say they're screwed up, it's not fair, but their books are pretty complicated just because they've made a bunch of deals over the years where they were, you know, it's like there's KP and now it's Bertans and Dinwiddie instead. And, you know, it's, it's, they have these things that could work out, but they're going to have to be really smart about what they do. But I feel like Brunson's a, a pretty, a pretty straightforward, you know, guy you need to keep. See, Kirk, I know that New York wants Brunson, but I've been saying this for the last three months. Ultimately, I do think Brunson gets the contract he wants, and we sign and trade him to Detroit. Jeremy Grant's on a similar contract, which yeah, will expire sooner. I, I, I but, think, but it's it's a question, and I said this I think before you're in here. You know, it's a question if you walk up to that guy and go, you know, do you want this money to play here, or do you want this money to play for a much shittier team? Um, it's a shittier team with a lot more opportunity for him. Also, I do think like more than what he, the more than the opportunity maybe. that is there in Dallas. I think yeah, I think that's a fair argument. I do. It's yeah. just it's like you get a taste of winning, or do you want to go to like a bottom? You know, like go to the Knicks. Yay! Like good luck. Yeah, and <laughs> Brunson and Luca might have been drafted together, but Brunson's older. Like he's a college sure. player. He, he was in Villanova for a while, so he's not really. I don't think he's part of like. I wouldn't say he would fit into that Detroit timeline as well. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, where do you go? Like, because you know that the Mavs can't offer him the money he might deserve, rightfully deserve. So he has to sign and all. Like, I think, um, the Bulls did this with Zach Levine when they let him sign a contract sheet with the Kings and then they matched it because they didn't know how much they wanted to pay him. Like, they couldn't decipher that value. So they let the market decipher that value for them. Well, we're going to find out. Luckily, we don't have any say whatsoever because the Mavs don't care what we think. Uh-huh. <laughs> MFFLs uh, for life. All right, man. Well, thanks for hanging out late. Well, late. It's thanks, late man. for us. So, um, any, anything else you want to touch on before you head out? Uh, no, I just like what a game. Like, I'm so happy to see us pull these wins off. Uh, J- Jason Kidd is coaching his ass off. I hope the effort we've seen through the first two games at home is something we can carry on on the road. Utah is a tough place to play at. So I hope like this energy, this vibe that the team is in. And I wouldn't mind if we actually do sit out Luka for another game because the turnaround between game three and game four is quite tight. So considering it's an even series, I think we can afford to possibly go down 2-1 and then bring in Luka with... As you said, then it would be almost exactly two weeks and not 11 days of rest for him. So, yeah. yeah so I think I think the match should aim for that now. Uh, we'll see. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we will know absolutely nothing before the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out. We'll talk soon. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. All right, let's get to uh, Michael. Hi, Michael. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? You there, Michael? You fall asleep. There. Yes, sir. No, I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I was at the game, and uh, I don't remember the last time where every single time uh, uh, Maxi Kleba shot the ball, I thought it was going in. It's been the complete opposite lately. So it was really cool to experience that and be a part of that. And um, it was just after that last corner three that he hit, the place was just, 
delirious. It was insane. And um, I want to start a uh, Boyan Bogdanovich hate club. Really? I do not like that guy. Really? I do not like him at all, man. All he does is flop, get BS foul calls on him, you know, and he's a baller, and I hate him. Yeah, he'd, he'd be a good man. Yeah, he'd, he'd be a good man. Oh man, yeah. I mean, he's 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 really fun to watch, but he's just really irritating. It, I mean, there was that one foul against Dinwiddie where all he did was just kind of like like Dinwiddie didn't do anything. He might have moved like a half inch like towards him a little bit. Didn't really make any contact whatsoever, and then he just kind of fell over and he got the foul call. I think that was for, like, Dinwiddie's third foul or something like that. So I was like, man, the refs were really tough tonight. I mean, it, it was kind of crazy how many um, free throws they were getting in comparison to us, but especially in that first half. Um, but anyway, that's all I really wanted to say. Go Mavs. And it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Well, thanks for hanging out, Michael. We'll talk soon. All right, for sure. All right, then uh, let's go to Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Jordan, there we go. Hit that unmute button one more time. Same page. We'll let you uh, give you a second to figure it out. Sorry, I meant to invite you up here earlier. Um, everybody's hanging out a long time tonight, almost an hour and 40 minutes. Jordan, you got that unmute button? All right, well, uh, exit the room and re-enter, and we'll try to pull you back up before we go. Um, Christian, what's up, dude? Hey, Kirk, how you doing? I am all right. What's up? Man, for a minute, I thought we were about to waste that maxi game, and I was going to, like, literally cry <laughs> if we lost a game where maxi hits eight threes. Like, I was just like, please, please don't let this – I mean, you know – these are the the opportunities that you just can't let go by. Obviously, we couldn't go down 0-2. Um, and just what an exciting night. And I, I, I had a question because I was kind of pondering this back and forth. Do you think Jalen, like over the long term, could be a obviously different position, so on, but like a Chris Middleton type? in the sense of what he brings to a team. I mean, isn't that kind of what he does right now where you're expecting like you're expecting like like fifteen points and if he gives you more, you're excited. If he gives you, you know, more than four assists, like where it gives you like you end up paying the guy a ton of money for a level of production that's probably not what you want night in, night out. But if you it's just that sort of like steady consistency. And, and I, I think that's what Brunson's really brought to the team the whole year where he does have the occasional really big game, but it's like Brunson was the only guy carrying the Mavericks the first 15 games of the year. Yeah. And, and I think one really kind of enlightening or like heartening kind of thing is he has improved every Absolutely, year. Absolutely, he has. That's true. And he's improved in, like, key metrics where it's like he wasn't hitting, shooting or taking threes early or making, and now he's just he's become a really, really good three-point shooter. He's passing better. His turnovers, he never was really a high turnover guy, but, like, the ball control stuff is extremely valuable. Yeah, I mean, he, just like you said, three-pointers better at passing this year. 
and I think this was just a, a really important game for him to show out, you know, in the playoffs. But, um, man, just what an exciting, scary, anxious, exhilarating, frightening kind of night. And, you know, just so much fun. And I think, to be honest, I, these NBA schedulers really kind of screwed us. Um I think it just makes sense to sit Luca regardless, unless obviously it was like a hundred percent for game three, because on Saturday we have an early or afternoon game. Yeah. Um, 3.30, I think central time. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I, you know, it just kind of makes sense at this point to do it. I know Utah's a hard place to play, but I feel like all things considered like, you know, last game was a horrible shooting game. This game, we clearly were knocking down a good portion of our shots, thanks to Maxi Brunson and a couple others. But I feel like we at least have one Spencer game and one Reggie game in us. And if I think those, that's true. If if those can coincide on you know game three, like obviously it's it's kind of wishful thinking, but. I don't think it's a fantasy. And if we can get that, I mean, we could really kind of be in a special position and then have Luca rested up. So, uh, you know, when, when I remember we were talking about this after the Dinwiddie buzzer beater uh, against the Nets, but everyone was like, you know, we can let uh, Jalen walk and, you know, Spence is that guy. This is the guy that we've seen these past couple of games has been much closer to who Dinwiddie's been. Uh, for the, yeah, exactly. And, and for his career for the most part. And so I, I would, again, caution people, please stop overreacting. Jalen is a incredibly important uh, piece for us. Um, and I, I do think Spencer is too. I'm not trying to diminish him. So, I'm just hoping that Spencer can kind of get some stuff uh, together because he's so important. And I think really the key tonight, clearly outside of the shots, was we didn't stagger Brunson and Spence as much as we did in the first game. Um, and Spencer, really, to, Spencer played four more minutes. I mean, that's that's significant over the course of a 48 minute game. So yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, and when you said Reggie played 45 minutes, I don't know if you, you saw at the – it was about the minute mark. He just, like, literally hunched over after the timeout, like, just gasping for air. Uh, you know, let's hope that we can still a couple more minutes, not stagger as much, and hopefully get Luca back at latest for game four. But, you know, I know it's late, so I hope you have a great night, Kirk, and, you know, take care. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming up. Okay, let's try uh, Jordan one last time. Bring us out, Jordan. All right. Is it working now? Yeah. What's up? Okay. Hey, thanks so much for having me up. Um, man, I I, uh, I was trying to figure out how we were going to watch the game because, you know, it was an NBA TV game. And if you don't have the specific deal, um, you can't watch right. it. But, um, so we ended up getting to go, me and the wife, which was awesome. Um, and it was – Probably after Maxie's, when he was two or three, 
I said to her, like, man, wouldn't it be awesome if we get to go to the Maxi Slump Buster game? Like, I've been waiting on it for a month and a half, right? And then he, when he, when we get to the fourth quarter and he's gotten eight, it was just, I, I couldn't believe it was all happening, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but it's a great uh, game to go to. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll never forget. I got to go to a game four of the Clippers series last year, um, which uh, they ended up taking uh, pretty handily. But um, yeah, I'll never forget this one for sure. Um, I feel for everybody who can't um, get the non-national games. It, it irks me that like a lot of DFW is missing what's happening uh, with the Mavs. <laughs> you and me awesome, both. But. This is how you grow the game. I mean, Cubans made it seem like they're going to have this fix for next year. He seems pretty, you know, I don't know. He's always very confident. So what the hell does that mean? But he seems to think that they're going to have at least this element of that fix for next year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I hope hope that does come true. I know this will always be probably a Cowboy City, but – Man, the Mavs can be really special if they can if they can put a real contender around Luca. So, um, yeah, uh, it was fun. Thanks for having me up, Kirk. You're the man for for staying up and having all these people on. And y'all have a good night. Let's go get them for game uh, game three. That's right, Jordan. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, see if anybody else is up there. Oh, Logan. Hey, Logan. Do you want to? You had something you uh, earlier. I brought you up. It didn't didn't connect for you. Hit that unmute button, and we'll see if uh, you're able to talk. Nope, doesn't seem like it's going to work for Logan tonight. That's okay. All right, guys, over 100 minutes. Uh, we hung out for a long time. Uh, there'll be another Moneyball Minute, not tomorrow morning, um, but probably on Wednesday morning. And then something, maybe I'll get together with uh, one of the smart people out there and get something together for you guys on Wednesday afternoon. But thanks for hanging out all night. This has been Kirk Henderson, Mavs Moneyball. Check out our site. we got two posts that are up, and I have people turning three more things. So I'm going to go set. Now I'm going to go edit till the middle of the night. Uh, everybody be good and enjoy uh, your Tuesday. Bye, guys.